0: One hundred point seven FM WHIN ten ten AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program. Each Sunday morning at ten AM, Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, two twenty one Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. MMLS number five one eight one five eight. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon.
1: Well, good morning. This is Sumner County Spotlight. This is Jeff Shannon. Welcome into the show here on this Sunday morning. Of course, uh, Sumner County Spotlight heard each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock here at WHIN. Sponsored by our good friends at F&M Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard right here in Hendersonville and at myfmbank.com. Well, let's see. Got a couple guests here this morning. Can you guess who? Well, of course not. So we haven't told you yet, but (laughs) we're about to introduce you to Michael Ponce, uh, who grew up in Portland and he's been married over 28 years to his wife, uh, Kim, who coordinates the community outreach for the firm. And Michael opened his own law firm back in 2004 as a solo practitioner. And listen to this he has grown this firm to 36 employees who mostly live right here in Sumner County, which is. Awesome. Ponzi Laws is the only law firm in Middle Tennessee to receive the Better Business Bureau Torch Award for Ethical Commerce and recently won the Best of Music City Community Award for Best Law Firm, Most Innovative Workplace, and Best Employee Recognition Program. So they got to be doing something right over there, that's for <laughs> sure. And he's also received the Platinum Award for the Martindale Hubble, which is based on feedback from clients, which I would think is very important. Kim and Michael, welcome to the show. Good morning. It's great to be here. Thank Absolutely. you for having us. Yes. Let's, well, let's kick it off and uh, you guys kind of let everybody know who you are. I mean, they know who you are, but maybe they need to know who you are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I appreciate the, the welcome and, and bio. I would correct one thing. I actually have been in practice, uh, set up my practice here uh, in 1994, so it's wow. been been quite a while. Nice. Wish I were quite as young as that, (laughs) but uh, time flies. Good. But I grew up right here, one of the few people I know... Almost everyone you talk to in Middle Tennessee, we've had such an influx of, of people that have moved in or come from out of state. I'm one of the few and some others that have actually grew up, lived their whole lives here in Middle Tennessee. Nice,
1: yeah. Well, I think people feel comfortable with that. You know what I yeah. mean? They know somebody that's, you know, their neighbor and you're here, you you have knowledge of the area, you know what's what's happening and that's that's awesome. I think people get that confidence.
2: Oh, yeah, well it's nice to know who you're dealing with and yeah, and, uh, yeah there's, I think, some comfort level in de- talking with someone who's Spent so much time in Middle Tennessee, who knows the people here. I literally grew up in a farm, cattle farm in in Portland. Wow. Uh, We raised uh, uh, black Angus cattle, and uh, my dad still lives up there, still has all the property.
1: Times have changed, though. It's uh, development all around, Mm -hmm. uh, not just in Nashville, but everywhere. Yeah, and now Portland is, I guess, you had a lot of, more wide open than Hendersonville because, mm-hmm. I mean, Hendersonville, there's we hardly have any land left. <laughs> here, but, and Gallatin's booming, and, and Portland's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm assumed to be growing. And, uh, you know, it, it's such a great area here. You can get to so many places so quick, you know? Downtown. I mean, all over, you get here, we're kind of in the middle.
2: We really are. And sometimes if you just kind of look back from a map, I mean, Nashville's a a hub. If you look at the interstates that go through, there are a lot of towns that are larger than than Nashville that don't have that that much traffic that goes through. We're also centralized in the United States, uh, kind of near the population center. So I think that's why we have... You know, so much traffic that goes through so many uh, trucks that, that drive through Nashville.
1: Well, I think a lot of people don't realize we if you come to Nashville and you were to, to zoom out, mm-hmm. you have all of the major arteries coming into Nashville, northwest, southeast. I mean, all 40 goes across 65. And so all of those trucks come right where we're at. And then they do the loop <laughs> and go around, which then I guess opens up the an opportunity for crashes. Mm-hmm. And those things are happening more and more. And I guess as we get distracted drivers and things like that, well, that that's where you guys come in and the people who are doing that, who should not be doing it, they're gonna get called out.
2: Well, it, it, it does happen, unfortunately. I mean, the trucking industry is important for the United States and the vast majority of trucking companies and truck drivers are doing a, doing a great job. Yes, But accidents do happen and there are also some bad actors out there Trucking companies that don't supply their drivers with adequate equipment. We've had uh, I, my personally, trucking accents. Kind of funny. This kind of came up during today's uh, <laughs> uh, interview, but that that's really a specialty of mine. It's something I've focused in on a lot for a long time. Uh, I've gotten to be intimately familiar with the federal motor carrier regs, which are extensive and wow. uh, put a lot more regulations and rules in place for, for the trucking industry. Part of that is because although they may not be any more likely to be at fault for an accident, the consequences of those accidents are often pretty bad, now, yes. often tragic. I mean, you're mm-hmm. dealing with a great differential between the uh, weight of a tractor trailer rig uh, versus a motor vehicle. If it's you know, loaded there we're talking about eighty thousand pounds, yeah. you know, moving down at an interstate speed, going through Nashville, a vehicle like that does not stop quickly, mm-hmm. and uh, someone's car is barely going to slow it down.
1: Sure, and, so. and then they want to, you know, you you don't need to pop in front of these trucks because it it's harder for them to stop. No, no. Yeah. In fact, in the last couple of days on the news, I mean, you've probably seen mm-hmm. where the big rigs. There's been like a couple of them in the last couple days where they had to jackknife or they they went to the back of a a vehicle Mm -hmm. and it it can't be fun sitting there in your car and watching this thing coming at you full speed (laughs) or even at low speed it's going to hurt
2: no it's it's got to be this this helpless feeling sometimes if you're stuck in traffic and you see one of those vehicles coming to you i've been in that same position and you know thank god they've stopped but Hmm. uh you know we have had tragic situations where where people haven't and uh, sometimes another part of, we talked about a little bit about uh, you know equipment that sometimes is not not adequate mm-hmm. sometimes we've had issues that we've traced it back where there was a, fa- a faulty braking system the other thing is driver fatigue sometimes happens yeah, oh yeah there's uh, uh sometimes pressure to get the load to where it needs to be it's understandable mm-hmm. but uh especially you know, if
1: you get delayed in this crazy traffic where they have to they didn't expect it and you're sitting mm-hmm. there for an hour because there's a, a disabled vehicle on the side of the road as I like, no. <laughs> It's got to be so frustrating to them. Yeah. Or whether they, they try to make up time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: or where they're picking up the load, yeah. uh, you know, that there may be some delay uh, in getting their load. And so they've got a deadline to get someplace, you know, although it may be limited uh, what they're supposed to be limited in terms of the hours of service. There's a, certainly a temptation and sometimes a pressure from the, the trucking company itself to keep pressing forward and to deliver the load on, on time. And that's important sometimes for some goods, but... You know, public safety is also important as well. Yeah. And when they violate those those rules, they're in place for a reason. Uh, we fatigue; we our perception reaction time decreases. People that are driving for a long time may even have uh, what are called micro sleeps, where they will briefly uh, fall asleep for just a few seconds at a time, It'll and be- not even and not even realize it.
1: <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Now, are they? they I, I assume the the CDL and all of this, they're held to a higher standard as far as regulations are concerned. I mean, obviously, we're driving a that big or Mm -hmm. whatever you're hauling, there's got to be some more stringent rules for them. Is that correct?
2: That's absolutely correct. In order to get that CDL, they have to pass physicals, DOT physicals. They have to uh, undergo specialized training and they are held to a higher standard because they are spending more time on the road than you and I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we drive to and from work. They're driving all day long every day. Couldn't imagine. And they're driving large vehicles that, that that are that are dangerous. Yeah.
3: I just want for anyone at home who doesn't know what a CDL is. It's commercial driver's license. Yeah. Good
1: idea. That's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's my job is to break everything down well, we'll into simple terms.
1: That's why you get paid the big bucks. <laughs> Dealing with these big rigs is kind of intimidating. So let's just say, to no fault of their own, they're involved in a crash with a big rig. What are some of the steps that they should take initially during the course of that that initial crash to start that, that ball rolling? Because obviously if it's the trucker's fault, mm-hmm. this is where you guys would come in. Sure. So give them a kind of this, if, if you're involved in an accident get hit, do this.
2: Well, I think regardless, the most important thing is paying attention to uh, people's health, both yours and others. Mm-hmm. So if you've been involved in an accident, you certainly want to assess your own health situation, determine if you are in need of medical care, and also if your vehicle is in a place where it could be subject to a secondary impact. Sometimes uh, people involved in a motor vehicle accident, they're stranded on the road, and they, they, they could be very vulnerable to getting hit again.
1: Well, if you've got a big rig like that, I, your car is probably not gonna be moving <laughs> very far anyway. Yes,
2: well, of course, sometimes they're just side swipe accidents yeah. and stuff and, and uh, just try to get to a safe location. You know, we've had situations where people are trapped in their vehicle and, and then, then get hit. It may or it may be a situation where their vehicle itself able to move, but perhaps they are able to extricate themselves and go to a safe location. Mm-hmm. In general, unless your vehicle's in a very vulnerable position, it's often safer to stay inside the vehicle because mm-hmm. you know, if you're a pedestrian, you have no protection
1: at all. Right, if the rig's um, behind you, that's pretty much blocking you anyway, but. If it's yeah. behind you, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so they, you, you get in a crash, the rig sideswipes mm-hmm. you, whatever, you stop. You, you get out, you assess what's going on, everybody's feeling okay. What's one of the next things they should do? I think certainly uh, uh, call law enforcement,
2: call 911, call the police. Uh, make sure you stay at the scene until uh, they arrive. They will ask if someone's injured. Uh, a lot of times it's kind of, hard to tell whether you or other people are initially injured so That's when right. in doubt i would go ahead and seek medical care we've had numerous cases where people have been severely injured but
1: may not really realize it at the moment is there a certain time they, they have in order to report that so you might not feel it for a couple mm-hmm. of days and you start feeling well whiplash or whatever the case is
2: there's no strict time limit okay. i just recommend for people's own health that they get medical care as soon as possible Uh, it's safer to get checked out it's Mm -hmm. safer to find out uh, what injuries you you might have often it's pretty obvious Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes it's not and uh, there are people that have you know had as a result of you know bad bruises and stuff had had uh you know a blood clot or something that will then you know go to a lung or or heart uh, from the impact so just being banged up itself is something to take care of uh, seriously and, uh, you know, sometimes it may be dependent upon
1: if you've got underlying health conditions too. Correct, yeah, absolutely. So what if, if they're approached by the driver and the driver, of course, trying to, he done 180 marks on his his, his mm-hmm. CDL, wants to try to make a deal or any of that, especially if he's an independent guy. You know, if he's just an independent, he's driving for everybody, pulling their trailer, but mm-hmm. if he's trying to, to get out of it, what what should happen in case somebody was approached with that?
2: Uh, the scenario where they yeah. they come up to you and say, "Hey, can I just uh, you know I'll, I'll give you my number. I got yours. Go take it in your car into the mm-hmm. into the shop, and I'll pay for it. We don't need to call the police. That 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 type of scenario. Yeah, I don't see that happening very much in the in the large tractor trailer right. rigs. I mean, that's something that they're trained not to do. Uh, you do see that on sometimes between just individuals. I almost universally have found that that is a horrific idea. Yes, absolutely. Um, a lot of times they will leave the scene. The information that they have given you is not accurate information. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll never find that person again, and their promise to pay later on is is not going to happen. <laughs> rarely, uh, rarely going to happen. Plus, from a legal perspective. Uh, If you've been involved in an accident, you're required to call the police, call the law enforcement. You should not be leaving the scene of an accident. So definitely call the police, whether anyone's injured or not, let Mm -hmm. them come out to the scene, do an accident investigation, have them fill out their crash report. Mm -hmm. And when the police officer tells you it's okay to leave, then and only then should you leave.
1: Well, anytime you're dealing with insurance companies, you know, they're going to jump in on this Mm -hmm. thing and try to make it less less as, painful as possible for them for the for the whatever the other side let's Mm -hmm. just say because it's not just tractor trailer it's got to be automobile whatever golf cart versus car or whatever. <laughs> Dealing with insurance companies got to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend that they just don't say anything to the insurance company? Because they're going to want to know what happened, obviously. Yeah,
2: anytime there's an injury uh, and you get a call from the insurance company for the other person or their investigator or their adjuster or sometimes even their attorney, I recommend you just not give them a statement. You're not required to give them any sort of statement and they are not out there to try to find Ways to adequately compensate you for your injuries. Mm-hmm. The insurance company is not a charitable organization. They're not necessarily evil. However, uh, they are a for-profit business. Their duty is not to you or anybody other than their shareholders. Uh, yeah. And the way an insurance company makes their money is by taking in money from their from their insureds. Um, they certainly have to pay out money to claimants. But the difference between those two, the greater difference
1: is the more profit for them. When we come back, we're going to go into our first break right now. It's amazing how time flies. <laughs> um, so I want to get into the uh, a statement I'm, I'm sure you've heard where they say, "Let's not get an attorney involved." We're gonna okay. talk, talk more about that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good topic right there. And we'll be right back with Sumner County Spotlight right after this.
0: FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since nineteen oh six, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com.
1: And welcome back to Summer County Spotlight. This is Jeff Shannon. We've been talking with Michael Ponce and uh, Kim Ponce is also here. And she's got tons of information. We're going to hear more from her in just a minute. They got they got some great things they're doing. And I want you all to hear about this. But uh, before we went to break, you know, we've heard the thing where people have been approached and they said, you don't need to get an attorney involved. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think anytime someone's injured, they should hire an attorney or at least consult with an attorney. Statistics show, in fact, the insurance companies own studies have shown Repeatedly, in fact, that people that are represented get about three times as much as people that are unrepresented. Always kind of galls me, frankly, when insurance people tell people not to get an attorney when they themselves have an attorney. And, and a large, multi-billion-dollar corporation uh, who has a lot of wherewithal, who deals in this all of the time, who sees it fit to have an attorney telling someone who has never dealt with this, maybe doesn't have the the uh, experience that they do instructing them that they don't need an attorney. It makes no sense.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then you got to have somebody that knows what's going on behind the scenes. Sure. So if they hire you and, They've been approached by this person saying, well, again, we're going to offer you this. And you're going to wait wait, wait. wait. They've got, they got other things in place where, you yeah. know, we're, we're not going to settle for that. So where a person said, well, they settle for five hundred thousand dollars and knowing that it's going to be a lot more than that, that mm-hmm. what this case is worth with pain and suffering. And yeah. It goes on and on how they, they come yeah. up with the, the, the price of what the payout is. But, yeah. um, you know, you've got to have somebody with the, your experience to know when they're mm-hmm. skirting the issue. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, it kind of reminds me of what uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, once said because he was a he was a trial lawyer before he was president, and yeah. he is, is quoted as saying, "The person who has represents themselves has not a fool for a client." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, even Clarence Darrow, who is largely considered to be maybe the. Best trial lawyer and ever. Uh, when he had his own legal needs, he didn't represent himself. He hired an attorney to re- represent mm-hmm. him. And if you know the the attorney who's thought maybe to be you know at least a, a, as of you know eighty hundred years ago thought <laughs> that uh, he needed an attorney and he was the best attorney himself. Yeah, shows shows uh, people that maybe these people who really deal with it all the time have a pretty good grasp on what their needs are, and it's hard to assess your own when it's your own case mm-hmm. it's it's hard to assess that if i needed an attorney i would have an attorney representing me i mean if i if sure. i were if i had a legal need yeah it just doesn't make sense you you have to be able to separate yourself from it emotionally
1: well and and too of these insurance companies but these the larger firms let's mm-hmm. say i mean they they've got their job to do and we we realize that mm-hmm. but when you come in you can you just kind of know what the, what the limits are and what they're dealing with and what this client re- you're going to fight for them and that's really the the case and you need somebody that with the knowledge to be able to fight this case accurately and a lot of cases it's not about the money mm-hmm. it's it, you know the principle of the thing and then of course it, all the other things that were this person's life has been totally affected especially if they were error mm-hmm. in, in causing this crash and it's not that you you just represent the the small guy you represent truckers you re- represent companies and things like that as well is that correct
2: Absolutely. I yeah. mean, people sometimes think that we're only representing car drivers against trucking companies. It's in many cases been the opposite direction, where the car was the one that caused the truck to wreck, and the truck turned over and caused injuries. Uh, so we've represented uh, truck drivers under that situation. Yeah. Truck drivers, uh, we've represented them when another truck collides with uh, with them and causes an accident. Uh, we just finished off a case uh, last year where uh, two tractor trailer rigs collided and co- caused uh, some severe injuries to my client including some pretty bad burns. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we got him a very good recovery, but uh, often represent the truck driver in these accidents. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and people need the representation. And I mm-hmm. think it's you can't go out there and do it on your own when you don't really know the law and, the, and what the, the limits are and mm-hmm. what the criteria is to, to get this thing done. So like you said, it's best to uh, initiate the, if you you have a situation, mm-hmm. you know, get the right people involved right from the get go. Don't try to settle things on the side of the road because it's obviously not going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and very rarely are those things going to, going to pan out. Anyway, yeah.
2: What sometimes just not only we talked about maybe getting a larger recovery for someone who's, who's represented can also make the process go a lot faster. A lot of times when someone's represented, they're speaking the same language as the as the insurance company. The insurance company, if it's a prominent attorney, has probably dealt with them in the past. Uh, they know the consequences of not reaching a resolution of the case. Mm-hmm. The attorney knows what to ask for, and you can get a, a, a quicker, better resolution, and you don't have to deal with it yourself. Sure. Uh, There's some stress of having a claim uh, hanging over you. And when you're not having to deal with it personally, when you can just hand this off to someone else, uh, let them get the recovery for you. It relieves stress. It can often be quicker. Sure. And you get a better recovery.
1: Yeah. What are some of the uh, the other specialties that you do? Not just, you know, trucking accidents or car accidents, things like that. I know you, you specialize in some other things.
2: Well, our firm does uh, several other areas of practice. Uh, we have a large social security disability practice as well. We also do workers' compensation cases. Uh, we also do employment law cases. Those those are really the main focuses of our case. So the majority of our, our work is representing individuals right here in Middle Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, who, who have had some wrong to them. Say the bulk of our practices, the personal injury practice, that's my personal focus. Uh, is on motor vehicle accidents and trucking accidents mm-hmm. in particular. And I also do a lot of uh, the other other part of the practice I do is motorcycle accidents. And that's largely as a result of me being a uh, cyclist myself. Yeah. I've ridden motorcycles since too. I was a little kid, <laughs> uh, continue to do it, have had some of my own injuries Sure. Uh, and uh, have spent a lot of time focusing in on those because so many times uh, we find that the motorcyclist is
1: incorrectly blamed for an accident. Those people turning left in front of you. I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> yes. watch, I mean, I rode, uh, you know, we had Harleys for a while. A bunch of us used mm-hmm. to ride. We go out 20, 30 of us at a set of time mm-hmm. and if you go to a group that big, you, you have more mm-hmm. presence than just, you know, one yeah. you know cyclist going down the road, but you just have to watch people because they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And, and now with them on their phones, and they still are on their phones, even though they're not, right. you drive down 65 and you get people just going like you see it in their hand, mm-hmm. and they're flying by you at 90 miles an hour. You know, it's, so you just have to watch for other people. And so like they say at the beginning of driving, sure. drive defensively. Yep. Watch the other person.
2: I don't know anybody that that rides motorcycles for a long time that hadn't had the experience where you've got another vehicle that looks like they may be about to make a left-hand turn in in front of you. They're coming the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. and you're making eye contact with them. You think they see you, and then they start to initiate that turn. It's so frustrating. And and you think they see you. They are looking right through you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, They don't acknowledge your presence is not registering them. They've got the music blaring. They're talking on their phone. Something is, is distracting them. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a dangerous situation. Yeah.
1: We've heard that people say, well, I, I have a horn that's really loud. Mm-hmm. But, you know, use the train horns. Some guy saw this, funny, of course. But yep. they, he said, I got a new horn mm-hmm. that's going to work every single time. I got a horn that sounds like gunshots. Uh, <laughs> so he fires that thing out. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna recognize. <laughs> <laughs> gonna scare them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so the with the, the thirty six employees that you have, I mean, you have you know obviously folks that have probably been with, been with you for a long time. And the the other attorneys, like they have the other specialties, like the workman's comp and things like that.
2: Uh, yes, well, we have you know most of our attorneys do personal injury, although we do have uh, some other some other specialties as well. We've really made an effort to make sure that we are hiring the best of the best. It's not easy to become a team member at our, at our office uh, we're looking for people that have had an excellent background who try lots of cases and beyond any of that have a compassion in their heart for what they're doing mm-hmm. uh, because I think in any profession you have to believe in what you're doing you have to have feel good at what you're doing at the end of the day to be
1: good at it well I mean that's you got to have that experience mm-hmm. and and you know what the insurance companies know that mm-hmm. they can tell if somebody's you know a rookie because they, they can just tell by their mannerisms and how they talk and how they come across. So having the people with experiences is, is, is mm-hmm. really key. Um, and also
3: that, that empathy, that, mm-hmm. uh, the idea of the em- empathy really in this particular area cannot be overrated. It, it's, you can tell the people from our office when you talk to them versus some other office, because yeah. they actually really learn to care about you know each of the people they're talking to mm-hmm. you know when we had this pandemic i had one of the paralegals reach out to me i was busy making masks that, and she's like mm-hmm. can, you know miss cam will you go ahead and, and make up a couple of masks and can we send them out to my client because they're elderly and i just you know i don't want them to get it and whatever i mean like sure. who does that you know yeah. i mean they really get to know the clients as like friends and also too you have to remember when people are calling our office it's not because they won the lottery that. It's because something <laughs> tragic and sure. terrible has happened, and yeah. so they're in a bad place, and we help them get to a better place by, by actually, you know, really listening and and uh, trying to help them out.
1: Well, and here goes and mm-hmm. brings back the you know the platinum award you got from the Martindale Hubble, which is uh, based on the feedback from the client. So anytime you get that, I mean, that's you know word of mouth, like they say, is always <laughs> their best. You know, and you get mm-hmm. people out there promoting you like that is it, awesome. And, well, that, and
2: that's most of our most of our current clients are referrals from our past clients. Right? That's it. Um, you know, sometimes people think of, uh, of our office, think of me as uh, being someone that advertises, and we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not where most of our clients are coming from. Mm-hmm. We really emphasize client service, getting good results for our clients, because we know we're here for the long run. It's not a branch office for us. We grow up here. We know the people that we're representing uh, long after our case is, is, mm-hmm. is over with. We're still seeing them in town, at the grocery store, at Walmart, and we know we've got to provide
1: excellent service for them because that's the best source of our future cases. Down at the rudder. I've seen you at the rudder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't wait for it to warm up so we can get back out there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh. That's awesome out there. Hey, listen, one of the things that we've been promoting for you here is the mm-hmm. hometown hero thing. And Kim, you might want to jump mm-hmm. in on this, but, but I think uh, I think it's so awesome that you're recognizing the these hometown heroes and tell us a, a little bit of history of that, how it got started and we're and really what this uh, program entails.
2: Well, we wanted to do something a little bit different that we felt like would recognize some of the people uh, that are out there. It's really, it's something we'd kind of toyed with. And after the tornadoes, it's something we decided we definitely wanted it to, to move forward uh, uh, with because, in fact, our first hometown hero was someone that helped out right after the, the Nashville tor- uh, tornadoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's something we've been doing a while. We approached uh, Fox 17 and I think they were also had something similar in yeah. mind. And so it was uh, worked out really well. We both loved the idea. And so we've now started this program where people can nominate people in the community uh, who are, are doing outstanding work. And we award, you know, somebody, give them some recognition publicly and a thousand dollars for them or their cause uh, each and idea. every
1: month. Yeah, no, that's that's a great idea. Yeah. Wow. And Kim, I think you wanted to jump
2: in a little yeah. bit. I, was say, I, don't mm. Want, mm. I have a
3: tendency mm. to talk over him. <laughs> so, I, th-
2: uh, I think, I think it, all, all, all spouses will know that.
3: Yes. Is she,
1: she second chair? Is she, she- second chair? Uh, she, no.
2: she, 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 she's my, she's my checker. She, she lets me know all the things that maybe I could have done a little bit better. <laughs> there you go. I
3: say, no, I don't have any of the legal mm. background. Yeah. I'm just a very good people person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I handle that uh, community outreach and marketing at the firm. And the nice thing about home. Town Heroes is that they it just make really easy. You just go onto our website, poncylaw.com, You fill out a really basically small form as to someone you know in your area that you've seen them and they just really are going above and beyond and you just want to recognize them and um, and there's like a little part to fill out like I think it's 200 words or less. Mm-hmm. Just tell us about, you know, what they're doing right in the community and they don't have to be someone in uniform. We've had several who are in uniform. But it would just be someone who's really making a difference in other people's lives. Because obviously as many people (laughs) as with two of us know, we don't know everybody and we don't know every story. And then we've uh, teamed up with Fox. The uh, nominations go through our website and then they go on to Fox 17 News and they actually go through the nominations. And pick someone each month. And um, so we've had a slew of people. Three are from Sumner County. Great. Yeah. A lot of kind
1: folks here. I will tell you that. There
3: are. There are. uh, In fact, our first guy was here from Henderson. Our first Sumner County person was from uh, Hendersonville. And that was Buddy Burkett. And he does a lot with the, the meals program. Yes. And uh, and then Ben Briner, who's an officer. Um, mm-hmm. He's actually a metro officer, but lives out here. Mm-hmm. And um, and our last one last month mm-hmm. was Bo Summers, who's an EMT and stuff. So uh, so it is. It's fun to actually get people from Sumner County. But we just want everyone to know, we don't actually pick out the winners. Fox Seventeen <laughs> News this so. We're not you know yeah, we're yeah. we're not playing special, but we're still very proud of our Sumner County residents. Yeah, well, I should
1: be very proud of that program. Mm-hmm. And I think I think a program that you have coming up is phenomenal, because these folks definitely need recognition. And that is called the
3: outstanding teacher contest yeah. and i'm gonna let you talk on it but i'm gonna tell them about the prizes <laughs> stuff. okay this is our third year of doing the outstanding teacher contest i was so excited because i actually used to substitute teach and i've, I've both of us feel education is super important and teachers don't get half the credit they deserve from all their hard work especially in the last 10 years they've just made it harder to be a teacher but it's such an easy process in a- april 1st the it'll the system will go up you'll be able to nominate a teacher and then all the nominations We basically have, they get cleared to make sure they're not like Mickey Mouse, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, And then they will be uh, where you can vote from. And we have basically one vote for email.
1: They go to your website, right?
3: This is all on our website and it'll be live on April 1st. So if you come now, it's not live. So just wait. But (laughs) April 1st uh, and then April 1st through April 25th, they can nominate. And then uh, April 1st through April 30th, they can vote because we need that couple of days at the end to make sure we have time to get all the nominations live. A couple of fun things about this is that this year, we're doing something a little different. This year, um, I'm going to send uh, an outstanding certificate, outstanding to teacher certificate to everyone who's nominated, not okay. just the winners or yeah. whatever. And then the top 50, in terms of votes, because you have to vote for them, um, the top 50, we're going to get a goodie bag with Ponzi Lost swag and Good. some fun right. stuff. And then the top 10 get money. And it's the one through five, in other no, first through fifth, will get $500 each, which. Wow. Is a decent amount, Oops. and then sixth <laughs> yeah. through tenth place, we'll get a hundred dollars each. So nice. it, uh, it, that's going to be on a Facebook Live event on National Teacher Day, which, as I recall, is May fourth.
1: May fourth. Okay, yeah. and they're going to be that watching that be wow. Facebook Live oh. in our office. That's I mean, it's just amazing how you give back to the community and being that you're right here in the community it makes it so much more special. I think, you know, that you're, you're involved and I think people appreciate that involvement from you because they see you as not, not just a television guy or a radio guy. You, you're like a real person. And a real firm that is really helping people right here in
2: our area. It is fun to to uh, be able to recognize teachers, recognize hometown heroes, uh, help uh, the causes that they that they support. And teachers are, are something I think that's like Kim mentioned is near and dear to us. Not only because uh, Kim has taught herself and still uh, still is an academic coach uh, mm-hmm. at Merrill Hyde Magnet, but uh, uh, is something that we've education something we've had a passion yeah. for. And we do recognize the the, the obstacles that the teachers have had, particularly this last year, sure. trying to teach uh, during a pandemic, transitioning from in-person instruction to, you know, hybrid systems or, or Zoom. It's been, it's been a real challenge and sure. uh, they certainly deserve all the recognition that we can give and frankly, a lot more.
0: F&M Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, F&M Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or my fmpeg.com.
1: okay so we're talking about the, the teachers uh, national teachers day that's coming up go over that nomination process one more time i know it was kind of you know, there's a lot okay. there that they can maybe clear that up a little bit
3: sure um if you would like to nominate an outstanding teacher start thinking about it now on april 1st you can go to ponce and you can uh, find our outstanding teacher contest form there and you basically you're you're gonna say who you are you're gonna let us know the teacher what school they work for and you know an address of the school so we can send a certificate to them saying hey they're recognized as an outstanding teacher because quite frankly it's been quite a year and i think yes. everyone you know you you can nominate more than you can nominate more than one teacher uh, okay. and oh, but you can good. only vote make one vote when okay. we actually vote
1: cuz a lot of teachers do some great things oh, i mean mm-hmm. i don't know Merrill high a magnet but you yeah. guys are getting awards over there like crazy <laughs> 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 they're being recognized all the time so these teachers really are going above and beyond and i think the the parents notice that and appreciate it so it's great that you're doing this program oh yeah
3: and i mean we have a lot of great teachers all around um the county and and really in all middle tennessee too so Mm -hmm. it's not i mean i'm glad that i know a lot of the the teachers at merrill hyde as i'm a coach there for academic team but but it's it's luckily it's not just they're not all the best teachers all located there they're they are spread out throughout the county
1: and they you and know, the they stadium. don't even know they care about being recognized they just do what they do cuz they love you know helping the kids and teaching them and being an inspiration to them
3: yes it's, i think it's almost you know. become almost a mission because you have to really have a heart for Wanting to teach kids and wanting to to really expose them to all they could be.
1: And I think teachers don't get into it for the money, for the most part. Just like radio. We yeah. don't do radio <laughs> no. for money because we're never going to get rich. <laughs> do I
3: say, I know, Michael, yeah. you were inspired by yeah. teachers. I mean, how many
1: times
2: do you hear of teachers, and I, I know a lot of them personally, who dip into their own pockets to help uh, uh, buy school supplies for children that can't afford them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these people work so hard. Uh, it's not huge amounts of money. So anything we can do to, re- to recognize them, I think is important. And frankly, they may have the you know long term for the United States of America, they may have the most important job of any of us. Sure.
1: And I think with uh, this past year, I mean a lot of people had to adjust and mm-hmm. especially the teachers I I just could not imagine how they're doing their lesson plans and trying to get mm-hmm. kids attention and really make that impact that has to be a in person kind of thing but they they've done a great job you know with the virtual and, and doing all of that and hopefully we we're, we're going to scale past this and get back to if there is such thing as a normal, you know, especially when it comes to to the to the schools. But yeah, big big shout out and kudos to to all the teachers and everything that they do. And uh, we were talking about the nomination thing. So on the 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 hometown hero thing, it made me think. Can yeah, you nominate me, more than once? I mean, Nick, well, how does here that work? here's
3: the interesting thing: the hometown hero for the month. They basically get all the nominations that come in for that month. That's what they pick from. So if you nominate someone back in, I don't know, let's say July and that person didn't get picked but you still see this person trying hard and 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 just make an amazing difference in the community mm-hmm. then you should go ahead and nominate them again They're, that's you're allowed to nominate someone more than once if they've already won then don't do that <laughs> but if you know because i think that sometimes it may just mean that some months there's a lot of really cool hometown heroes and i am glad i don't have the job of picking wow. the winner on that yes. because yes. so so that's what i'm saying if someone is still continuing to just do amazing hometown hero stuff and going above and beyond for their community Nominate them again, or and get get a couple yeah. of people to nominate mm-hmm. them. I mean, that I think if, if if they've got a great story, it helps to hear it from more than one person.
2: Sure. Yeah, isn't it a blessing that, that we have so many real hometown heroes out there more than we, we can actually
1: recognize? <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's great. I mean, that that that, that we have that that mm-hmm. we have to recognize all these people because, in Sumner County, let me tell you, I mean. From where we're at right here, and I know from experience here in this community how people come together. And when we were talking about the tornadoes mm-hmm. that that happened last year, I mean it was devastating. And if you didn't go down and drive through all that, mm-hmm. I mean ground zero, if you will, that went for all that way, it, it was mind blowing. But how the the people here came together with supplies, and I know Kathleen at the chamber, we probably brought over four or five huge U-Hauls mm-hmm. filled with supplies. Everything you could possibly think of that we took to all these different locations, but people do really help others here. And the fact that you guys are taking the time to maybe get some recognition mm-hmm. for some of these people, not that they, they seek that out, but if they're recognized, it's, it's kind of you know yeah. flattering that they would be honored. Yeah, We had the same experience
2: without any prompting from me by 10 or 11 a.m. in the morning after the Nashville tornadoes. Our staff had already put it, took upon themselves to start bringing in food and stuff, and by by afternoon we had a we had a whole truck we actually were able to fill up, yeah, uh, with goods that we went and 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 and, uh, dispersed. Uh, So it's great to have that. You know, within hours we're out there. You Mm -hmm. know, we're giving out water and and you know, whatever people needed at the time. Sure, uh, absolutely. And,
3: and what was great is we actually sent out a message to yeah. our clients. And we had clients who came in and on Friday and Saturday and dropped off even more stuff. So, but we actually wanted to bring two more truckloads uh, later on. Just because, you, like I said, we have that relationship no. with our clients. So, they, they were part no. of the, the recovery effort. Too. Yeah.
2: We had a business that actually donated a new washer and dryer,
1: and, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't realize some of these people lost everything everything. I mean, it looked yeah. like a bulldozer just took everything down. And it was what well, was crazy, you go one side of 40, everything's pristine. You go on the mm. other side and it's a war zone. I mean, it's it's crazy how that happens. Yeah. I mean, you look at it and go, how did this not hit yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> you just be in the right place at the right time. And you
2: can still see it right now.
1: Yes. You, yeah. good. And it, it is it mm-hmm. is wild. This program is airing on mm-hmm. on a Sunday. And then, of course, we're going to have it on a podcast mm-hmm. page on our WHIN radio uh, starting uh, on this next week. So uh, people can listen to it over and over again and get all this mm-hmm. great information. <laughs> But, you know, we're thanking our hometown heroes, our, our first responders, our EMS and, and fire and police, everything we're mm-hmm. gonna do, you know, big thank you, big shout outs to all of those folks. And our our sister station, Hippie 94.5 in Nashville, mm-hmm. is, uh, uh, did that. And, you know, the people would call in and, and, and just recognize mm-hmm. these these people who have gone above and beyond, put their lives on the line mm-hmm. in most cases, mm-hmm. and now throwing in COVID that they have to fight in addition to the other stuff mm-hmm. they have to fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it. it, it it's an, an honor to even just thank them for that. But you guys are doing great job recognizing people in the community. Anything else you got going on or coming up? Maybe give them a tease.
3: Say, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know those are mm. the two big things. Well, that's a lot I, to keep have, up on. Well, You know what? Last year we had almost something every month that we were sponsoring or part of, whether it was races or Mm -hmm. uh, rides, motorcycle rides, or any all sorts of stuff. Um, And they all just about got canceled because of COVID. So I'm sure some of those are going to get rescheduled soon. I Mm -hmm. mean, we do, you know, we live here in Sumner County. So, you know, we're, you'll often see my husband running one of the 5K races or our son Alex when he's home from. College, a lot of people know him as the runner with the sunglasses on.
1: Great, leg, great legs, by the way.
3: <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, we, we are around and we are involved. And I think we're just like everyone else right now, as far as the local events, is Seeing what's you know gonna get scheduled next, but mm-hmm, yeah. you know uh,
2: I would say that for those of you who had motorcycles uh, and uh, may have been looking forward to last summer's poker run that we uh, was canceled, oh, yeah. uh, that we are looking at, at hopefully being able to do that this year. Good, uh, but that is not you know don't have it finalized yet. But okay. uh, we'll just keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. The numbers are trending in the right direction right now.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. We gotta gotta fight through all this, mm-hmm. and the good thing is you're socially distancing. With the motorcycle, yes, <laughs> and I've seen a lot of the guys wear the full face mask anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. you do in even normal conditions. Yeah. you have it with the skulls and all the crazy <laughs> stuff they wear. But it's, it's kind of scary. But uh, yeah, I mean, those kind of things are, are a lot of fun. And I just hope we can mm-hmm. get back into you know doing mm-hmm. fun things again. And uh, um, so, with all of the things that you have going on, when do you have? Time to, to go ride. Uh, <laughs> not as much as I would like. Yeah. <laughs> well, so now it's getting nice, right? Yes. Now yeah. is the great great weather.
2: I see more and more bikes out there. I'm trying to get out there when I can. I would just remind all riders: please wear your helmets. Yes. Even for short rides, mm-hmm. uh, it's the law. And for drivers please keep your eyes open it's not something you're used to seeing but look yep. twice before you pull out look twice before you turn
1: i mean you got to be aware of your surroundings anyway yeah you know but you know it's, when you just said that you know, wearing your helmet and and speaking of the tornadoes i saw a news story mm-hmm. where things you d- didn't think of before like you should have available to you mm-hmm. you know if you're if you got a, in a path of a storm or whatever have a helmet a motorcycle helmet close by mm-hmm. because that can protect your head and i said what? Why wouldn't I think of that? You know, because things are falling, things are flying. Use your helmet, mm-hmm. you know, as a tool to help save your life. Mm-hmm. In more ways than one now, <laughs> so it, it's 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 awesome. Hey, listen, you know we were, um, you know we're talking a uh, lot of folks and uh, they've they've watched television, they've seen stories, they they've seen documentary, everything mm-hmm. a, about attorneys and things like that. I think a lot of people get frightened or scared because uh, they say, well, I, I can't afford an attorney. I just you know mm-hmm. they, they cost so much and everything. Else. So how how would you guys get paid? Maybe you can lighten the load on yeah. folks.
2: I, I know it, it's it's an alien. For most people, it's something that that they've never done as far as you know having to retain an attorney. Um, it's not scary at all with us. We live right here. Mm-hmm. We're your friends. We're your neighbors. Give us a call. You know, if we're able to help you, great. We'll guide you through that process. If we can't, we'll point you in the right direction. If it's somewhere in the other area of the law that we don't practice in, we'll we'll send you to someone that does practice in that in that area and is good at what they do. Uh, if it is something that we can help you out with, we work on a contingency fee basis. So we take all of the risk on the, on, a, on a case. Um, you don't have to pay anything up front. No, okay. we, we never get paid an attorney fee or any expenses unless we're successful in getting money for our clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is it is we take that seriously, yeah. and that's always been true for our office. Sure.
3: Actually, mm-hmm. I can tell you one thing that I found mm-hmm. out. I, I interview the clients mm-hmm. for our okay. testimonial ads, yep. and one of the things that I found out from talking with them about their experiences. It's something that we don't really show in the commercials because there's not enough time. But what people don't realize is that when they when they have a law firm like Ponzi Law taking care of their case, like we deal with your your health insurance, we deal with also the bills. So we can get the the medical center that's sending you the bill and whatever and say, Hey look, we're working on the case. You know, stop sending them, you know, past due statements and all that. You know, we can we can go ahead and sign something with you saying as soon as this case is settled you'll get paid and stuff like that so they stop harassing the person about not getting paid because they obviously haven't gotten their settlement yet from because mm-hmm. i i can tell you from if you've had any kind of health issue at all and you had to go through health insurance it takes a while before the, and then you want getting these these bill collector people and you're like no i'm waiting on the other person i, I really i paid insurance <laughs> you know like i'm supposed to get paid for this or you're supposed to be paid that just adds to the mm-hmm. stress i'm already living in a stressful time the other thing i would say too is that we've got some um amazing people with great personalities like i said who really knowing really like their clients and stuff and really try to do their best for their clients but they really do fight for them even like with the medical bills and sometimes we're able to get the hospital to cut their medical bill down mm, okay. and you're probably not i mean the average person probably doesn't even know that's a possibility yeah. you know kind no, of thing so so that means that you're you know left with you know more money than you would have if you'd done it all on your own and you won't have that aggravation we have people who we pay to be aggravated for you. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> well, and that just kind of leads us in. And that's why you, I guess, got the torch award. Um, what was that about? I mean, I saw that on you know, one of the, commercials you had the winner of the torch award from the i guess the better business bureau uh, for ethical commerce and that's got to be uh feeling really good
2: oh uh, we were very happy to to be sure. honored with that the better business bureau awards you know typically a uh, one business a, each year in our uh, that award and for our size business well really for any business we're the only law firm in in, in nashville to have ever been awarded there uh, nice uh, yeah and that, See, that says uh, something, yeah, folks. they They're they the they survey clients, they do a lot of background checks to see who's really serving mm-hmm. and uh, that felt really good and I think the same thing with the, um, the recognition we've gotten from Martindale-Hubble. They they again, gotta take it. Uh, They again, uh, you know, survey past clients, uh, discuss with them their, their results they got and their satisfaction with the law firm and frankly, I think that speaks more for us than really my, the team we have together uh, than any anything else that, yeah. that we have so many people that, that go out of their way
1: to, to let people know the good experience they had in our office. A lot of times people are really stressed when they're mm-hmm. dealing with situations like this and to have you all there to help ease that stress. I think that that means a lot mm-hmm. to people. And if you've got all the testimonials, you've got you know the recognitions for doing what you do the best, it's, it's got to really say a lot. I mean, that gives a lot of people confidence, I would think, mm-hmm. jumping in and, and hiring mm-hmm. Ponzi Law. Well, and, mm. and
3: I, I just want to butt in here, <laughs> not because not I haven't talked enough, but um, one of the awards that we got uh, for Best of Music City um, was employee recognition, best employee recognition program. And our employees take, our staff takes very good care of our clients, but we also take very good care of our staff. So we recognize everyone with birthdays and we used to actually have sit down luncheon, birthday parties, and now we have socially distanced cake. (laughs) But like every person at our law firm, I shop, that's one of my jobs is I shop for their birthday presents. And we have rules here. You can't just have one present at least two. You know, in case, you know, I got it wrong or whatever. So I come in with a bag of presents and we get their favorite birthday cake and uh, and all that. And once COVID's better, we'll go back to having our big luncheons <coughs> with everybody, sit down, catered lunch kind of thing. And um, we do those once a month because obviously we have people <laughs> birthdays every month of the year. And um, then we also do um, this has been a, this is one of my jobs is I do a lot of these kind of fun things for the office. And once we had COVID, one of the things I came up with is let's do a parking lot tailgate party kind of thing so we did a parking lot party and we had meat sweats who's local Uh, they came out with their truck and everyone um, showed up masked in the parking lot and i had outdoor tables and everyone spaced around in little tray tables and chairs and all that and we had a fire pit. What's the game with the tossing the beanbag?
2: Oh, Cornhole. 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 Yeah. cornhole is
3: apparently the most popular thing during the pandemic. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> so far The pandemic yeah. and all that. So we did a parking lot party. And then um, that was so well attended and everyone had a great time and didn't seem to be any bad parts of that. So we actually did like another parking lot party with different food items for Halloween. And then um, we were actually going to be having a real Christmas party. But we, um, we told Santa, yeah, he and he wasn't going to do it either. So we just paid him for this year to come next year. No. So anyway, so <laughs> yeah. he, he's, he's going to be, that's usually at our Christmas party. Santa comes, everyone brings their kids. Oh, yeah. And it's a family affair sure. kind of thing. So I usually try to come up with just different ways, you know, to... Make um, our staff feel they're important because they are, and mm-hmm. uh, to recognize them. And you know, we got a lot of individual personalities, and yet they bring their best to the mm-hmm. table, which makes us look good.
1: Yeah. Well, it's hard to do without them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, it's 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 the old thing. I mean, and, it, and it's so true. Treat your team members the way you want them to treat your clients, mm-hmm. and we we. Try so hard to make sure that our our team members get the recognition that they deserve because they work so hard and get such great results. She's mentioned a lot of stuff we've done in the uh, during the pandemic, specialized, but normally we have outings with our office where we'll go to the ba- baseball games or hockey games, go bowling. We're constantly trying to to do things uh, that include the uh, our team members and their family members. And that's something that, that Kim's done a great job. Oh, and we, we've we done, did get we've to go to the years. zoo because the yeah. zoo
3: is open. That's out. right, <laughs> they did.
2: Yeah, the zoo. I, I can't even list all the things that that, yeah. that we do. Yeah. We're wow. you know often doing you know two or three things a, a, a month. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, it's you got to keep the people happy, and you have thirty six. You know, there about, and it's going to be growing because you guys mm-hmm. are got some great things uh, going to be happening in the
0: next uh, coming years for sure. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com.
1: Okay, welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight. This is Jeff Shannon. We've been uh, talking with Kim and uh, Michael Ponce here with Ponce Law right here and you know, I got to thinking if somebody would have something happen to them, but let's say they needed an attorney, could they just call
2: you? No, absolutely. Okay. Um, we're all, always, always here. You can call us anytime. Uh, we can see if we can help you in, or not. You know, sometimes people will call with, a, with something that's outside our practice area or we feel like it's not a, a claim that, that we can pursue. Uh, but it didn't hurt just to call we can give you some advice we can uh put, point you in the right direction uh so i'm i'm always happy to talk with anyone that uh, that calls mm-hmm. and you can zoom as well absolutely you know during the pandemic you know frankly a lot of our a lot of our clients our, our intake process our, our meetings have been uh have been done uh virtually either mm-hmm. over the phone or via zoom meetings or uh, uh, whatever the client's comfortable with we are fully capable of uh doing it uh, remotely if sure. ne- if need be. And if someone prefer to meet in person, we can do that as
1: well. Yeah. And, you know, I was negligent and mm-hmm. having to call an attorney, you just call them, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. in, in a lot of cases, they don't really don't have a case. So this is where you would go through this consultation and mm-hmm. evaluate if, in fact, they do have a case and if you can help them. Sure. I mean,
2: sometimes, I mean, yeah, if you're involved in a motor vehicle accident, often only one of the parties is at fault. And, you know, if you're calling and, you know, I was drunk and I, uh, you know ran off the road and I hit someone that's you know might not be something we can help you out with frankly um, what's your defense <laughs> uh, but uh, um, so we can't it certainly can't help everybody out but we we try to point everybody in the right direction and and, and get them help and you know if it is something we can uh, we can help help out with some then we're gonna do that
1: well and I like the idea that I mean if you If you can't help them with something, it's like you you just know, why waste your time? You know you're not gonna be able to help them with this. You refer them to somebody who can. Sure, sure. And you have a a vast amount of resources Mm -hmm. of of other attorneys and things that you can call and refer people to.
2: We get cases uh, Mm -hmm. or calls like that all all the time. Our office has made the decision that we're not going to to do uh, divorces. Yeah. So if Good you idea. call and you want and 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 that, that's that's your need, you know, our office is not gonna be able to help you with that. Mm-hmm. But what we will do is we'll be friendly. We won't uh, be judgmental and we will point you out uh, and get you in contact with an attorney that specializes in that area. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's, it's like that. And you know, the drug cases, I mean, there's in, endless amounts of those going on. If, yep. you, if that's not your, your specialty area, you, you can refer them to the right people.
2: You know, you can't be good at everything. We pick out certain areas of the law that we specialize in. And we think that we're the best at, but we're not the best at everything. And anyone who thinks that they can can be the best at everything, I think is, you know, I just yeah. don't think the jack of all trades is the sure. is, is, uh, best for most cases. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I just, a little interesting mm-hmm. thing. I, we, it is confidential when mm-hmm. people call in and they want to review the, the case. It's This is not a public record mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, we will take all their information, find out if you have a case and then we'll see if we can help you and so forth. And going back to, you know, because I'm such a fan of our, mm-hmm. our team, our staff. Um, we had uh, someone who called us and they did not have a case that we could handle, but our person was very polite and they thanked them. And then um, a couple months later, they called again. Uh, then got the same person and um and and asked for and uh once again they did not have a case but was treated with respect was treated very friendly and you know they said okay well thank you anyway and hung up and then they actually called us a third time and they actually did have a case at that point (laughs) and so we actually got a case from them but it was because they felt they could trust us and once again it was confidential they felt respected and we were friendly to them and like I said, we hire friendly people, so
1: that, that helps. <laughs> well, and that's good, and people feel nicely that way. Plus, like we said before, word of mouth. I mean, you know, they're gonna say nothing but nice things mm-hmm. about Ponzi Law. If they have a, a friend or somebody they know is going through it, hey, mm-hmm. you know, Call Ponzi Law. and That's that where you need to go. So I mean, there you go. I mean, that's that's some good advertising right there. <laughs> what other testimonials, um, just right off the top of your head that you can think of? Well, um, uh, inter- like an interesting case, even. Mm-hmm.
3: You,
1: have, that,
2: you
3: have an interesting case. <laughs> well, there <all> are. <laughs> <just fine>? Well, <laughs>
1: pick one.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of our a lot of our advertisements, uh, our, our clients, our real clients that uh, we've represented, and they mm-hmm. just kind of tell their story, and we don't give them lines or anything. We just you know let them talk and they're not paid actors not paid yeah. actors no. and, and i do
3: give them a goodie bag afterwards <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: and uh so there's a lot of a lot of those uh stories out there of, sure of, of people that we helped and i try to emphasize too on, on those just the not only just the the amounts of compensation or money that we're able to get for someone <laughs> Uh, but also how they were treated and where they treated with respect with were, were they did they were they informed about the the process of their case?, uh, did they get a good
1: result? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people mm-hmm. have a misconception of a lot of this because they watch so many um, mm-hmm. legal mo- the television shows, and the, you know <laughs> things like that that that's how it is. And you know, I don't know you know, re- even how realistic a lot of it is because it's so over-dramatized, uh, you know, because it's television, it's got to be that way. But I, I think anytime people can have a proper experience that it doesn't be a bad thing in their in their brain if they had, something would happen again. So, mm-hmm. you know, having the, the confidence in your team, I think is the the utmost because you've, you've got to have that and make sure that things are going to be done. And sometimes it doesn't always work out, right? I mean, you, mm-hmm. it, nothing's ever going to be, you know, Ten well, million I mean, it, dollars, or anything like that. You know, like it, that,
2: it, man. You know on, on on some cases, you know, we we try to investigate the case, and you know, it may, may be a situation where we just can't prove the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one the one good thing about that is it gives uh, people peace of mind that a, a matter has been investigated, and I think people like to know that hey, it's been looked into. And secondly, it's no cost to them if we look into a potential case and it there's nothing there we've invested our time, we've invested our money. It costs you nothing for us to go ahead and look into a a matter. So I always say, when in doubt, go ahead and call.
1: Now, in the case where you might have to go into criminal court, that's two different things, right? So I mean, if if you if a client, let's say that you're developing this and you're you're going through the the case, and all of a sudden you, something comes up where this now we can we can sue or send it to criminal court, mm-hmm. that would have to be dealt with separately. Is that correct?
2: Those are uh, totally separate court systems. Uh, you know, different judges, different courtrooms on, on those on those cases when you've been you know, injured, you know, most of the time, your only recourse is, you know, compensation through the civil system. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, however, that there might also not be a parallel criminal case, and that happens quite frequently, uh, where a drunk driver causes an injury to our client. The drunk driver may be uh, prosecuted uh, by the state, Mm -hmm. Uh, for the criminal offense of, of driving while intoxicated and causing an yeah. accident or fleeing the scene of an accident, uh, while simultaneously in another court, uh, we're pursuing a case civilly so that our client gets compensation. Yeah, the consequences of the criminal uh, uh, prosecution, you know, are going to be jail time potentially for the defendant, uh, but that doesn't necessarily get our client anything. Mm-hmm. And our client, who was injured, we pursue a civil
1: case to try to get them compensation for the injuries that they sustained. So in a case of of somebody who does say did not have insurance. And I'm sure you've dealt with this mm-hmm. many times where, you know, you have an altercation, something happened, crash, whatever the, it is, but the other person has no insurance and you have nobody to sue but them and then they have nothing. <laughs> sure. Well, those
2: situations do do unfortunately happen and, and, and happen uh, too often in Tennessee, frankly, that there are too many people out there that are that are driving bare. They don't have enough insurance. Uh, they are, don't have any insurance at all. Uh, fortunately, the default position for your insurance com- contract when you get your own own insurance is for there to be an uninsured motorist provision on there and you have to specifically decline uninsured motorist uh, coverage. And I would urge people not to do that. Uh, Having uninsured motorist coverage in Tennessee is important given, like I say, the number of people that are out there driving without any insurance at all. And when you do have uninsured motorist coverage, your uninsured motorist coverage uh, steps into the role of the insurance company that the at-fault person would have had. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be represented, however. Uh, because because of the way that works, your own insurance company, if they're operating under the uninsured motor's provision of their uh, of your coverage, will essentially defend the person who caused the accident because they've got to pay the judgment that you get against the person who caused the accident, the
1: at mm-hmm. fault party. So, does that mean your own insurance company is fighting against you?
2: It does. They are they are out to minimize your coverage because well, they step into the shoes of yeah. the uh, of the insurance company that that uh, should have been there had the person
1: had insurance mm-hmm. now in the case uh, let, let's say a tractor trailer thing which mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sure it's happened but it's mm-hmm. not probably very popular but you get a driver who is uninsured which i guess if they're their own mm-hmm. driver they have their own rig right but they're hired by a company so if, if we found out, okay, the driver had no insurance, but now we're going after the, the trucking company, because they should have checked all that in the first place before they hired this driver, correct?
2: Sure, well, really in, in trucking cases, the, uh, I'm not aware of any trucking company that, that would not have insurance on the vehicle they're allowing, one uh, authorizing a driver to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, the federal motor carrier regs require a much higher level of insurance uh, for interstate trucking truck drivers than the minimum insurance that you have under state law. Yeah. In state law, our minimum uh, insurance is only $2,550. it has been that way for decades, and I would uh, respectfully suggest that uh, given that uh, you can't go inside a hospital for that kind of money, it needs to be increased. Uh, however, for trucking cases, uh, you're typically looking at at least $750,000 in insurance. Coverage. Wow. So it, it does make a difference, and that's important to have, though, because the damages that if the truck driver is at fault mm-hmm. uh, are often life changing. Sure. And medical bills are high. It's not uncommon for medical expenses to well exceed that seven hundred fifty thousand dollars wow.
1: on a on a severe injury. That's that's wild. But and you
2: know, and I, I would point out too that that's minimum. Minimum. And, yeah. You
1: know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's been some some cases where they've yeah. gone to the millions. I mean, that's crazy that that would happen. But but you know what? We've we've talked uh, uh, several topics mm-hmm. here, and there's so many more topics that mm-hmm. that we can talk about. In fact, I would love to have you back, and in sure. the future, we can mm-hmm. you know, break some of these down and really educate the folks that are listening uh, on this because I think so many people need it. So if you're up for it, we can we can do this again. I would love to be All back right. here oh. and do it. And I uh, hope everyone has a good morning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Well listen, uh, we've been talking with uh, Michael Ponzi and Kim Ponzi here with Ponzi Law and uh, oh, I forgot. How would they get a hold of you guys?
2: Well, uh, you can just call uh, our phone number is 615 615- 851 1776, just like the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. 1776. Again, yeah. that's 615 851 1776. Or you can go online.
1: The website is
2: PoncyLaw.com. Justice for all. Justice for all.
1: <laughs> Great. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for, for coming in. And uh, that's another edition of Sumner County Spotlight right here at WHIN uh, each Sunday morning at uh, 10 o'clock and on our podcast page at WHIN Radio. Com. So that's going to wrap it up for this edition. We'll
0: check you next time. So long. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by FM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, FM Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 AM. Thanks for listening.